All right, I will say good morning. Let us begin. We are picking up Emir Sashem today. New Perak, Perak chapter 14 in Mesiras Yisharim. So the Ramchal writes as follows. He says, There are three primary parts. Remember again, in the title of this chapter is the different aspects or different components of Prishos. So the Ramchal writes, there are three aspects or three parts to Prishos. There's a Prisha from pleasure, right? A separation of oneself from certain pleasures. A prisha, a separation, bedinim. We'll see what that means in halacha, specifically again the observance of chumras, stringencies, and prisha b'minhagim. And we'll see again prisha minhagim. Now minhagim, we're going to see over here, could mean really from certain social interactions, certain modes of conduct. So let's analyze each of them. So the concept of prishos b'hanos. Right, separating, separating oneself from certain pleasures. That's what we discussed in the last chapter. So that's the approach to life that says, I'm only going to take that which I need from this world in order to be able to, to, to function. Right? Only what I, what I need. Now again, we pointed out in yesterday's share, the word need right, is a very open-ended, sometimes ambiguous statement. But again, that's for each of us to decide. And again, this applies to all forms of pleasure. It applies to food. It applies to intimacy. It applies to clothing. It applies to trips. Shmuos, interestingly enough, he says, could even apply to music. Anything like this, any form of pleasure. And of course, there are days in which, again, physical pleasure is a mitzvah. So there's a mitzvah of Onik Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of Simchas Yamtiv. So on those days, perhaps, again, one is supposed to enjoy a bit more. But again, the first level of Prishos, what we call Prishos Bahanaos, means a person makes a conscious decision that I'm only going to take or enjoy from this world what I quote unquote need. And I'm trying to go to, I'm trying to go to, I'm trying to put a distance, separate myself from excess pleasure as I recognize that that could ultimately lead me down a road I don't want to go. That's the first level. Precious bedinim. What does it mean a precious in halacha? He says, This means sometimes in machmir in halacha. That sometimes again I recognize that I, I myself, I need to be machmir. I need to be stringent in observance. In, or I should say, in, in, in Jewish law. Da'ainu, he says, Lachush, And this means that sometimes I have to pay heed even to a solitary opinion in halacha. So I'll say this second level of precious, what he calls precious bedinim, is the recognition that sometimes I need to be machmir for myself in a particular area of halacha. Right? It will say an interesting idea that sometimes the halacha says A, but I know for myself I need to be a little bit more stringent. Right? So it's interesting. Navi Cheskel said, my, my soul never became defiled. My soul never became Tommy. What does that mean? It's actually interesting. The Gemara Darshan's Shlachalti Mibehema Shahora Bauchacham. Yecheskel said, I never ate from meat 
that I needed to ask a shayla on. She will say, for us it's different. We, we buy already packaged kosher meat, right? But again, you hear stories. A person, right? A person would have an animal shechted. They would have a question about the kashros of the animal. And would bring, they would bring the animal. You bring the, yeah, they bring the chicken, right? To the rav, to the Talmud Chacham, to go and pass on the chicken. So Yecheskel said, I never ate meat that you had to ask a shayla on. I never ate that. And, that, and again, also, are you allowed to eat meat that you have to ask a shayla on? Of course. As long as the answer is what? Yeah. That is kosher, right? Then it's fine. Yechezka was saying, for me, for me, I established my own additional chumrah that if there was a shayla, I, I didn't partake of it. I never ate meat that was couscous. What's couscous? Say, so couscous is an expression that means shecht it quickly. Shecht, shecht. I will say, if you have an animal that's very sickly, see, remember again, if you shecht the animal while it's still alive, the meat is fit for consumption. If you wait until it dies, of course, again, now it's in the vela, the meat is not fit for consumption. So sometimes there would be an animal, you say, kus, kus, quick, quickly, go ahead, shecht it, shecht it quickly. So again, Yecheskel said, I never eat from such an animal. What is Yecheskel saying? I took upon myself an additional level of chumrah. Right, this was the additional level of stringency that I established for myself not to go ahead, not to go ahead and, and partake of these things. All of these things are mutter. Yecheskel was machmir on himself. So again, I will say, remember, we have recognized that in halacha, in halacha, ultimately again, there are, there are certain people who maintain just what, what, what we'll call the standard level of observance. They live up to expectations like the tzaddikim. But then, of course, there's the chassidim. And the chassid chooses to surpass expectations. The chassid holds himself to a higher level. And, it's, and the chassid may again hold himself to this higher level of chumrah as well. It's very interesting. Incredible. So Mar Okva said, I am like vinegar compared to wine when it comes to my father. So Marukva was saying, my father conducted himself like wine, right, a higher level. I conduct myself like vinegar in this particular area. What particular area? When my father ate meat, he would wait 24 hours to eat cheese. Literally, again, Marukva said his father would go ahead and wait 24 hours between fleshiks and milchiks. Me, I won't eat meat and milk in the same meal together. The same meal together. But and again, in a different meal, I will. So again, Mar Okva, and I will say, but there's a lot, there's a lot of Machlok, is exactly what Mar Okva meant by that. Is it literally just the same meal? Or perhaps again, it's the amount of time between meals. This is where the whole Machlok is probably between three hours and six hours and one hour. And again, all the, that's, that's the schema. The point over here is that Mar Okva was saying, my father held himself to such a high standard, literally 24 hours between meat and milk. And me, I don't hold myself to that same standard. He was like, he, you know, he was the wine standard. I'm the vinegar standard. Now, obviously, the halacha doesn't follow Mar Okva's father. See, I will say, no one in halacha says you have to wait 24 hours 
between meat and milk. No one makes that statement. But rather again, but what happened? Shim came, because if that was the halacha, then what? Of course, Marukva would have observed in that fashion as well. Elo, Sha'aviv Machmir Hayyab Bifishuso, Ulukah Hayyab Marukva Kore Asmu Khalabar Khamra. But rather again, we'll say, what is this an example of? It's a Khumra. It's a Khumra. Marukva's father was Machmir with himself, and therefore Halacha Lamaisa. Therefore, Allah would not eat meat for meat. So we not eat eat milk. We not eat cheese for twenty four hours after consuming meat. And therefore, Marukva called himself Chalabar Hamra, right? Vinegar, the son of wine. Why did he call him that? Because again, he wasn't as machmir as his father. So therefore, I will say we stop over here for today. So the Ramchal has outlined for us the first two of the three levels of Prisha. So remember again, level one is what we call Prisha Bahana, which is the typical form of Prisha that we discussed in, in yesterday's year, which is separating oneself from what we'll call excess pleasure. What's the definition of excess pleasure? There is no definition of excess pleasure. It's a personal, it's a subjective definition. I have to decide for myself what I quote unquote need, right? Utilize that, enjoy that, and try to separate myself from the access, that's level one. Level two is Prisha Bedinim, which means Chumros. And I will say, this is an interesting idea because, you know, sometimes what ends up happening is, sometimes the challenge sometimes is when there are so many Chumros and Chumros become identified as Halacha, that's a challenge, right? That's a challenge. So sometimes kind of like we swing the pendulum in the other way, right? Everything is such a Chumro, so I'm not going to observe any Chumros. That's not good either, because the truth is we all need chumros, right? There are areas in which maybe I struggle with halachically or struggle with observance-wise. In those areas, it's good to have a chumrah, because there a chumrah, certain stringency, safeguards my basic ritual observance and obligation. So that's what we call, again, precious bedinim. The Mara Shemir Tashem will cover the last category of precious Hagim. Shkoyach.